Greetings, game lovers. Do you consume a lot of caffeine when you're farming for loot or grinding XP? I myself often have way too much coffee, and lately I've been replacing a cup with Liquid IV's Yuzu Pineapple Flavored Energy Multiplier. One stick of Liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone, with three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks and five essential vitamins C, B3, B5, B6, and B12. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code WIFPUNISH at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop better hydration today using promo code WIFPUNISH at liquidiv.com. Michael. So Nicholas. We're, we're gathered here today to do another special episode, just me and you. The most special. The most special. I think the one that you're the most excited for. More than I Final love, Fantasy. I love this game so much. Factorio, Factorio has finally released. 1.0 release. Yeah. Uh this is this is a special episode of just about this one game, this one very specific game. This of one the, very uh, great game. Yeah, of the Whiff Punish Games cast. I'm Nick as always, and uh Mike is joining again. Hello. Um, just to just to break down this very specific weird niche game that is Should one of your favorites. Everyone. It's one of your favorites of all time, right? Uh yeah, I, I think I'm definitely would put it in my top five. Yeah, that's so crazy. Oh, well, that's just because you're not dedicated enough. No, but I did put a ton of time into this game over a short period of time. Yeah, you did play it a lot more than I was expecting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, what do you what do you describe Factorio as? I guess a city the, builder, sort of, but it's not a city. <laughs> yeah, like the the two second description or the two sentence description is: you crash land on an alien planet and you have to. Uh, harvest resources to build technology to build a rocket to get off the planet while the yeah. aliens try and fight you and stop you. Um, yeah, the in- the endemic life wants to kill you because you're polluting their planet. Right. So yeah. it's uh, so it's like city builder, but you have to. It's all about automation. Um, yeah. You the have key to, thing. Right. You have to mine all of your resources, which you have to start, you know, by hand with a pickaxe, but that's only for first couple Classics. minutes. Because then you get a mining machine, which does the mining for you, and then you can put that on conveyor belts, which take it off to somewhere else, and then you can take things off the conveyor belts to put it into machines to make other things for to you. To turn into other things, yeah, and then turn all those things into other things, and then it just starts ballooning and spiraling out of control to, like insane proportions and it, yeah like a ridiculous degree actually um yeah. if if you look at screenshots or anything of this game it is just absurd how much space it takes up eventually oh yeah that that's one of the things i wanted to show you on my uh map like i saw yours and you know yours was taking up space but on mine i probably took up as much space as you were taking up 
just with my solar farm. Yeah. So it's insane. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, it has so many overlapping systems that just start to build on on themselves over mm-hmm. the course of the whole game trying to make the rocket to escape and um I mean I I I was really hesitant to get into it forever to Mike's chagrin. Yeah. And uh and and I think it was because like it looks it's really intimidating, but it's also really it's tedious. It's a t- it's a tedious game. Yeah, I can't necessarily disagree with that. Um, I would definitely say it's in- intimidating. Uh, I didn't get a chance to look at their brand new tutorial stuff uh, yeah. because they just changed it for this 1.0 release, apparently. Um, so it's definitely a game where if you're going to play it, uh, you hopefully know someone who's already played it and can kind of give you some tips or... You kind of dive in online and watch lots of videos and yeah, that's, lots of wikis. Yeah, that that's the one thing. Like, um, I tried. I I like went into this other than talking to you about it, but like you you didn't really tell me how to do things, which was good. And mm-hmm. I think I think if anybody's going to give it a shot, you you want to play it that way, even though it might seem intimidating. You don't want to look up tutorials because you're going to see what other people do, and then that influences how you make decisions and i think the i think the most rewarding part about that game is starting out shitty and making really shitty automated factories that are super inefficient mm-hmm. and just over the course of the game understanding things better and learning how things work and how you need the time th- and how you need to have tra- uh tracks timing to get to other things to work better and more efficient and and it, it's it's a really good, even though it's tedious, it's a really good experience of feeling like you've learned a system, like a game. Like it's, you really yeah. learn a lot just yeah, playing it's, it. It's definitely a great game to, if you like seeing um, kind of your progress just shown bare, it's a yeah. great game for that. Because you start with, you know, literally nothing. You have to build everything, at first everything from hand, and eventually you just build up until you're making thousands upon thousands of items automatically. Yeah, you know, you just craft mining machines in your pocket and oh, yeah. you know, and plop then carry them down. a couple hundred of them around with you. Car- so. Carry carry thousands of pounds of metal sheets in your yeah. pocket. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely one of those great games for uh, your infinite pockets being a little yeah. ridiculous. A couple tanks, because why yeah, you not? Can, yeah, you can carry tanks and rockets and hold on literal factories in your pocket. Which is, Nuclear which is pretty bombs. Great. Yeah, know, new, yeah, it's all fine. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a really neat thing. I I haven't really given like this genre too much, um, attention until this year. Actually, like weirdly mm-hmm. this year, where like I played Frostpunk this year. Really liked Frostpunk. I played Surviving Mars for a little bit. I like that game a lot too. Yeah, I never got around to that one, but I want but, to like, try. I think I think what's interesting about Factorio is that it's not the goal is so ambiguous kind of and it's very it's very open ended on how to get there. Oh yeah, I mean it's completely open ended. You can do uh you can do crazy stuff like on my most recent game, you know, I spent I think 80 hours to get to the rocket, but there's yeah. an achievement 
to get there under eight. So what? Yeah, one of the achievements is launch a rocket in under eight hours. I wonder. Yeah, I wonder if that's something messing with the terrain setups and and whatever. Like yeah, uh, people definitely changing suggest, research speeds. I I don't think it's changed research speeds. I think it's definitely mess with the map settings. Hmm. Um, so you can have you know more resources uh, up front, but I don't think they changed too much else. Hmm. Probably the yeah. biter evolution speed or something. Yeah. Yeah, like, the, the thing I was going with there is, like, it's such an open-ended game, kind of like, kind of like Minecraft, really, where, like, Minecraft has an end state if you want it, uh, and Factorio also does if you want it, if you want to build the rocket, but how mm -hmm. you get there is not telegraphed to you at all, really, where, like, yeah. other, other city builders are, like, oh, we need this to get this started, and then once we get that going, we need this much stuff to get to this next phase of your building, and then whatever. Right, like, and and, uh, and it, like, walks you through being efficient. Yeah, Otherwise, like City Skylines won't. is a good touchstone, because they, yeah. uh, they constantly have your three requirements, um, like business, industry, and residential. Yeah. And at any time, it's showing you, oh, what you need more of. So it kind of guides you, okay, get more people now, get more businesses now. Yeah. And then has various checkpoints where I think they give you more things the bigger you get. So it's very structured like that. Yeah. But Factorio is... Uh, I can't say it's completely not like that. It doesn't really tell you what you need more of or any right. of that kind of stuff. But there right. is the whole science and research and development, which kind of gates your progress um, mm -hmm. in terms of what you can build and expand to. Um, yeah. So it, it has a little bit of structure, but it's very open-ended how you get from checkpoint to checkpoint and which string of how you want to go down your tech tree. Yeah, like, so, yeah, there's a tech tree where... You know, it starts out really, really minor. Gets you, mm -hmm. gets your, gets you on your feet. Gets you going with very things you're going to need literally the whole game. And then um, you're working through the tree, researching more and more, getting more advanced things to, uh, you know, keep Go get more and more advanced keep, things. Get, keep getting more advanced things. And like, I think it's, I think it's really impressive how you. With with all the open endedness, like like I said earlier, like you kind of just learn what you need to do better in mm -hmm. order to be working towards those things, and it and it and it doesn't tell you it does it doesn't say you need to be making this much metal plates in order to hit this point in the research tree. You just you just like naturally learn that by seeing your factory set up and how it's producing stuff. And if it's, and if it's running short on things at some point in the process line, so then you need to fix that. And, you know, like, and that's like rewarding itself to like suddenly when, whenever you see something suddenly click into place and all of the things are working automatically and you don't have to worry about anything and you don't have to stress about it or anything, you can just move on to the next thing. It's, it's really cool. It's really awesome. Yeah, the game does a great job of showing, not telling. Yeah. Um, and uh, I guess while we're talking about showing, uh, it, it's not, I guess, the prettiest game no. ever. Uh, <laughs> but the way all of the graphics are set up, it's very readable. So yeah. at a glance, like once you at least know what you're looking at, it's very easy to tell what's going on. Mm -hmm. Um. 
because there's you know tons and tons of assets and there's they're all moving on these belts so if they were not distinct if they were not well done it would just be a mess and it'd be impossible to tell what's what what's leading where but, yeah um all the different assets it's they're all done very intentionally um to be distinct and readable at a small and large scale which uh is excellent yeah um the developers like, have been working on this game for what six years i yeah, think so it's it came, it just came out of early access yeah. after yeah that sounds right maybe five years I don't know. You would uh, know better than me. Since 2012, actually. So oh, geez. Years. Oh my god, <laughs> it was way longer than I thought. So you, I thought you were there from the beginning, but you weren't actually, right? Uh, no, not from the very beginning. I've been playing uh, at least four years. Okay, maybe five years. Yeah, I thought it was longer than that actually, but that's still a long time. Yeah. Um, and, and before we get too far away, like the 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 way that this game works with it, the scale of it is because it's all sprites and right. that that is just so impressive it's it's so impressive like it might not necessarily like look the best but the fact that the fact that they chose to do sprite based instead of like models is is mm-hmm. why it can get to the scale that it gets to and it's just so it's so cool seeing that actually like when things really get big and start expanding like it's just neat. It's it's neat to see a modern game that isn't like a 2D platformer do sprites. Right. Like it's like an old school RTS look. Right. And and it's it's just neat. And yeah, and so smart for this game because it allows for literally millions of objects to yeah. all be moving all at once because mm-hmm. you just it has to be able to get that high. Um, yeah. Because you just need so many things of so many different things all going all at the same time. Yeah. There's like thousands and thousands of things animating all at once. It, yeah. Yeah. So the uh, the intentionality of all that actually plays for two great things. One, being able to do giant crazy bases like we we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But also, this game can play on really low end hardware. Too. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I've heard people playing this on several-year-old non-gaming laptops, and it just it runs because it's so basic at its roots. Yeah. Probably not going to be doing those huge things, but it's, you know, yeah, so you just throw on. I think you played you played it on your tablet. I played, right? it, I played it on a, sur- a, a Microsoft Surface, yeah, um, which, I mean, it's, it's only a couple years old, but it, it can play, like, 2D whatever games also. But, like, yeah, I mean, Factorio was great on it, actually. And I, I mean, I had to turn stuff down a little bit, but, um, sure. but yeah, it's like, that's, that's the, the reason I wanted to do an episode about this game is because you're so excited about it and, it. and it did finally come. It took a really long time to get to this point, And it's like a, mm-hmm. it's, it's like an interesting early access story sort of, but, um, I, I just wanted to bring attention to it because it's, it's very specifically something you have to play on a PC and yeah. And the fact that it can be played on literally anything, you don't have to really worry. Like, it might be like a, you never think, oh, I have this laptop from like six years ago that I can't ever play a game on. Actually, you could probably play Factorio on it. And Yeah, you, you'll be able to, you will be able to play this on surprisingly bad hardware. Yeah, yeah. So I, I wanted to bring more attention to it because it's not like some weird... Uh, super. It, it doesn't require some crazy high end PC or anything. Right. It's like it has a very low bar to entry, which is uh, which is great. 
Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and it even has a multiplayer, which it does we have, never got around to. Yeah, but. it does have multiplayer, which I'm very hesitant to do because uh, I feel like I feel like you're too worried about it. You would judge me the whole time, and then also I would hate what you're doing. But <laughs> but <laughs> because I'm a well, control freak. <laughs> well, now you've seen the bus system, so we just get that going, and then we go off and build whatever we want, and so, just feed it into the bus. I uh, I'm. I'm going to pat myself a little bit on the back because we were looking at that system, which is like supposed to be the most efficient way to do things, apparently, is how I'm understanding it. One of the more efficient ways. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was sort of trying to get to that point in the last game that I started. I, I was like trying to think really far ahead into, okay, I want to have one main feed of most... Right most of the basic resources and how do I accomplish that? And, and I wasn't doing a very good job at it because <laughs> it's like, they're like the game will have all of these short term problems that you need to take care of. Right. Um, even, even in a peaceful mode, like where there are no enemies, like you'll, you'll constantly find these things. I mean, me, I guess me, somebody who only recently started playing it, you'll see these things where it's like, okay, I have this shortage here and I need it to keep going. How do I make that go away mm -hmm. for now? And and like it's really hard to think like super far ahead to plan for things. Um that said, you can just break stuff down really easily and rebuild really easily, which is like another really great thing about the game. Sure. It takes virtually no time to do. You just you just click on something and it's gone basically. Which is which is pretty crazy for yeah. stuff like this yeah and then uh a little later once you've done the research and development um you don't even have to do most of the building yeah. and deconstructing because you can develop little robots that will move uh items from your inventory to chests yeah. or keep your inventory full and then you can build blueprints so you can just build something once and then copy it and then place the blueprint down and then your robots will go build it for you and it's it gets so good and that uh the blueprints and having the robots build it is what really allows you to get these huge bases yeah because you kind of build one thing and then you replicate it 50 times mm -hmm. so that you're making just a crap ton of stuff and yeah if you had to do that all yourself that would be a tedious nightmare but at that point by the time you're doing that you have these bots to do it so you just kind of make it once plop it down a bunch of times and just watch it grow yeah and it's so satisfying the the bots are really neat it's like a like you spend a lot of time it, this is the tedium i would say in the game where like you have to do everything yourself you literally are moving your character all across this huge huge map and and the map mm -hmm. is procedurally generated and like mm -hmm. is endless as far as i understand as far as anyone's reasonably going to get to. Yeah, so, uh, like, it just constantly keeps going and going and going if you need it to. And um, so, like, a lot of the game, a majority of the game, um, you are running around as a person. You get a car at some point. You can do trains, mm -hmm. so you can move a little bit faster in a train if you set up rail systems and stuff. But oh, I love the trains in this game. We're going to have to come back and talk about them more. Well, yeah, so, like, all of the... Like, there isn't just the automation of just, like, putting things on a conveyor belt and moving them from place to place. Like, there's there's, there's the train system. You can set mm -hmm. up a network of trains. There's train stations that do things on, on schedules, <laughs> which mm -hmm. is insane. 
And then there's the robots eventually later in the game where they're just following you around or you set up a whole network of of robots that are just doing mm. things automatically. Like it, it just gets really, really crazy as the further and further you get. Like I only got I didn't technically complete a game. I w- it was inevitable. You never got around to launching it, it, the rocket it on was, that first one. Yeah, it was inevitable. And I had something happen that I didn't want to rebuild, so I just abandoned it and started another one. But but I had only just got to that point with robots where, like, the the problems I mentioned earlier where you have, like, short-term solutions to things, the mm-hmm. robots essentially fix stuff like that, which is, right. which is so awesome. And I think they come in at the perfect time for that because it's definitely something where you're like, all right, this is starting to get so big and difficult to manage that then you get all these little helper helper robots yeah. that just help you manage everything. And like I got to move stuff from an insane distance to to this one spot to make it right. as efficient as possible. So like I'll just set up a robot network <laughs> yeah. or I'll set up a train station to do this one specific function or something. Yeah, cuz um your starting area is uh, guaranteed to have most of your starting resources. Yeah. But uh, those resource pools do eventually run out. So that's when you have to start spreading out to uh, resource pools that can be much further away from your starting location. Mm-hmm. And that's where the trains really come into play. You'll have little outposts dotted all over the map of like, all right, here's my mining outpost for iron. You mine it all, mm-hmm. load it into your train train brings it back to your main factory and goes from there and as nick mentioned earlier you can set up schedules and stations so all this happens automatically Mm -hmm. and you can you know have several dozen trains running around transporting everything and they become their own little puzzle because once you start having a lot of trains especially if they're sharing segments of track you have to get really careful with you know is this train allowed onto this portion of the track yeah. or not because there's another train on there and those kind of signal problems. It, it, that's one of my favorite parts with the trains. It's like, I love puzzling out that stuff because that can be difficult once you start having a lot of things. Um, mm-hmm. But it's another thing that's just so satisfying once you get it and all of your trains run seamlessly and you don't have to worry about them. Ugh. It's just so good. Yeah, it's it's just another like really rewarding piece of the game where yeah. you just have it, it's just another level of the automation that is you know, I keep saying crazy, but it really is crazy. Like the the amount the the depth of setting up systems in the game mm-hmm. that are really all up to you and the way that they work is just so impressive. Like the first, the first time I started building trains, I was just like, like it's like a galaxy brain thing. It's like, oh, I have all of these yeah. options available now, and like that's the same thing that happens when you get robots. There's even stuff that I think you said you didn't really mess with, which is like circuits. Yeah, like so you can like circuits set up switches can... and all that stuff. Like, yeah, if, if anyone's tried to play around with uh, redstone circuits in yeah. uh, Minecraft, it's a similar type thing. So you can do. A lot of crazy stuff with that. Like, you can set up counters. Uh, so, like, a belt splitter, you can say, you know, if this gets 50 of this material, switch to the other belt mm-hmm. or something. You can do crazy stuff with that. I, I never really got into it. That's that's really kind of high-level uh, stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's totally optional. Yeah, it is, is totally optional. Great. 
Yep. Like even trains, technically totally optional. Yep. You could just belt everything and then not have to worry about trains and train networks and all that stuff. Yeah, I I so. did a couple like I did like a I did one game. My first like f- open free play game. Well, I guess we need to talk about that too, but like my first game um, I was really just trying to get a little bit deeper into the research tree to understand things. I wasn't like really mm-hmm. trying to play it well. And like that was like I got to the point where I I I got trains. I started messing with how the schedules work because that's like a whole very specific thing that is like a little challenging to get going. Oh yeah. But as soon as I understood that, then I started a new game which it's it's fun it's fun gaining this knowledge not even within one of your games but like taking it to the next one and starting over like starting over in that game is fun like like starting over in minecraft was always fun because it's like oh there's like this brand new untouched world that i have all these possibilities with again you can just do whatever you want yeah and yeah your your knowledge definitely transfers and builds the more you play i think i've played seven games probably you know the first couple were like you you know play it a little bit figure it out see oh this is bad let me start over and yeah. have a better understanding of how to make things better yeah but i probably played three or four to you know launch a rocket at this point and every time it's still slightly different yeah even now when i'm mostly using that bus system i still find different ways to implement it and different things like a uh, the one thing i was doing on this one that I mentioned, but you didn't get a chance to see, was my Circuit City, yeah. where I had just had a separate area just dedicated to making one specific resource in the game because you need a ton of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that's something I've never done before, and I'm sure next time I play, it'll be some other crazy things to uh, get in. There. Yeah, so I uh, I was also working towards doing something similar in the most recent one I started, where um, once once you need to start branching out to resource deposits that are like far away um mm-hmm. i i i started i was like oh i'm going to make this one iron deposit that's super far away i want to set up a factory here that is literally just for making circuits and have them sh- mm-hmm. and have them shipped in and like it's it's really like it's really exciting to plan that stuff it's just the the part that the part that is maybe not the best is making it happen <laughs> Like, cause, cause you, you sort of, you sort of end up doing a lot of the same things over and over and over in that game. You do. And, and like, as much as you set up automation and stuff, like, because the resources eventually run out, like you have to, you have to sort of stay on top of that and sort of be paying attention because if suddenly an entire resource just runs out and you have nothing to do about that, like that's a huge problem. So that's like but, a whole problem in itself, but like in order to set up that other thing, you're kind of like you're not starting from scratch, so to say, but like mm-hmm. it feels like, oh man, I have to, you know, this is where the blueprints would come in handy probably, but I have to right. I have to like set up this whole other separate factory again just to do the exact same thing sort of and Right. So that But that, that's that's one of the other things I really love about this game is like, yes, there can be those issues and I've had times where like irons just run out because yeah. I haven't realized that I'm out of yep. it, but the game doesn't really punish you for that. No, it doesn't. You can really take it at your own time. Like, uh, you can just, Oh, my iron's out. All right. I'll go deal with iron now. Yeah. And that's fine. And once you reconnect it, things just start going again. So it slows you down, but it doesn't punish you. Um, yeah. The only 
really way the game punishes you is with the biters, mm-hmm. and if you're not ready and on top of them, which can be a problem, but if you want, just turn into peaceful mode, and then you don't have to worry yeah, about Yeah, like, so, not only, there, there's just so much shit in this game. Yeah. Like, there's so many systems on systems on systems on systems. It's systems all the way down, and one of them, yeah. one of them is the enemy, the, the, the alien life on the planet, which are just called biters. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're a really interesting problem to deal with. Yeah, I I, uh, I go back and forth in my games when I have them on or not because you can put on a peaceful mode, which just they don't exist on the map. Yeah. or they do exist, but they're non. You can do both. <laughs> you can have them um, around yeah, or so, just not have them at all. Yeah, um, but if you do have them, uh, the more you build up, the more pollution you cause. And the pollution is what causes them to react and attack you. So they'll Which is so awesome. uh, go like destroy parts of your factory, including like any outposts you have. They'll try and kill you if you're around. Yeah, and they're they're not they're not just complete pushovers. Like, no, you really do have to keep them in mind and plan for them and have your defenses uh, ready to take care of them. And they evolve. And usually- Right, and they evolve, so they get stronger, they evolve into different types, they have uh, ones that are melee, ones that are ranged, their bases evolve to make more and stronger ones, mm-hmm. so they, they kind of keep up with your military progress, so it's, I, I think they're a very good add, um, but I also think having them more or less optional is very smart, because yeah, totally. sometimes you just want to build, but sometimes they're, they are very interesting puzzle to have to grapple with along with everything Yeah, else. it makes, um, like, so I started, when I started playing, I think I turned them off. I started immediately with them turned off, and, because mm-hmm. I just wanted to, like, learn how the game worked a little bit first, which I, which I think I would suggest doing. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, if you don't have anyone helping you and you're not diving in online, then yeah, I would probably say yeah. turn them off, figure out what's going they on. They could be really um, frustrating if you have no idea like what to do about them because the game doesn't right. really help you in that regard. Um, right. And if you're not familiar with the pacing, so you have no right. idea when they're going to start being a problem. Yeah, right. And like, so like I started without them on and then I learned a little bit about it. And then the game that I went the hardest on and basically completed, it just didn't actually launch a rocket yet. (laughs) Um, It was like halfway done. It was like halfway done. Uh Uh Uh, That one I had the, the biters on. And so because you have to deal with them, you have to like, there's like a whole branch of the tree that is specifically for guns and stuff. Yeah, just military stuff. Yeah, and and that is a whole that like, you know, drains your resources faster and like they're you're mm-hmm. you have to split them into more things than you would otherwise. And so it adds this whole other layer of the game where like not only are you trying to progress in getting towards the rocket, but you're also trying to protect everything. And mm-hmm. and that's a whole other automated system to set up, which is like which I had a lot of trouble with. Like I, I couldn't get to a point where where it felt like everything was safe. Like I would I would get I would get warnings even though I set up defenses around things, especially like my outpost things. I would constantly get warnings that things were destroyed and whatever and like my my automated weapons didn't really help enough or something. Right. So yeah. the the defense can be hard because you have your turrets which are easy enough to put in place, but you have to keep them stocked with ammo yeah. and keeping them stocked is a whole issue. Yeah. 
Or you can eventually make laser turrets, which don't need ammo, but then take electricity, and they take a massive amount of electricity, so then you have to expand your power development, yeah. which can affect everything. Yeah, which we haven't and even talked about just, how you have to power everything. <laughs> yeah, and all of that starts just taking up more and more space. So there's some, something that always strikes me is I always start and be like, man, there's just, there's so much space here. I'll never run into, you know, this lake that I see far off in the distance. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, 60 hours later, I'm trying to build around this yeah. lake because landfill is a pain landfill in the ass. Landfill is a pain in the ass. Yeah, you can, you can craft dirt basically mm-hmm. which is weirdly annoying to craft and very resource intensive <laughs> but i mean yeah, it's very i guess dumb. thinking about like terraforming a lake into uh ground it would be ridiculous um yeah i mean you just have to fill it yeah all. yeah but like it's it's cool that you can do that i yep. do wish you could dig ground like i for what? uh there there were a couple times where um oh like it could be a way to set up defenses against biters actually it would i think oh like a trench i think it would be really neat if you could thing. do like moats around things yeah uh i'm sure there's a mod for yeah that, there probably is which is a whole nother thing we haven't talked yeah, about yeah yeah i mean there there's a ton there's a ton in this game i mean it's it's really yeah. it's really open ended it's really it has a lot of mods um it, the mods are incorporated in the game like it's a really easy mm-hmm. system to use which is really nice it's not like it's not like the old days of dragging and dropping files into specific folders. You can do that if you want, yeah. but you don't. Ha- you don't have to do that. Um, yeah, it, even the base game has like so many settings yeah. in the map generation and yep. the biter generation. You can really tweak it to however you want. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, I really like trains. So there's a map set up for a train world. Mm-hmm where resource piles are just that much further apart. Mm-hmm. So you have to use trains and make use of them. Um, but you can do basically whatever you want with uh, how it's set up. You can have, I don't know if you can make like infinite resource pools, but you can make your starting resources massive and not worry about expansion. You can do the opposite. Yeah. Um, and then with mods, you can expand it to whatever you want it to be. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I'm more. I'm just surprised how much I've been playing it. Like I, yeah. I was really, really hesitant to the game uh, to even get the game. Mike bought it for me. Full disclosure. Um, yep. So I would. I, I, I should pay that forward to somebody at some point. Um, <laughs> because it really is. It really is a great thing. I mean, it's like, it's. I just. I want to play it right now. Like, w- w- like we were yeah. talking about it. The reason we're doing this is because it just came out full release finally 1.0 and so like they they made some tweaks to it um they've been tweaking it you know over how many years and this final release they did a surprise ad with the spider robot tank thing yeah so i was actually reading a little about that um it was like i think three years ago they mentioned that like they were starting they're kind of maybe working on this but then hadn't discussed it at all so like even the people who were up like up on the devlogs had no idea this was yeah. coming, and then just out of nowhere, spider. Yeah, and it's it's really cool. <laughs> it's a really yeah, cool. We, thing. we were just playing around with it right before we recorded this. It it's super. Yeah, cool. it can do some really. Cool and it's things. like animated really nice and um kind of creepy looking actually. Oh, actually that's something we should go back to on the graphics. Uh, despite the fact that everything's sprites and detail, like everything is so detailed and all the animations actually look really nice if you zoom in all mm-hmm. the way. Like especially with the new releases, the trains look great, the arms. Yeah, look they great. everything. Looks they really they just nice. tweaked the sprites again. 
like I yeah. didn't ex I didn't know that was going to happen. Um, yeah, I knew as part of the 1.0 release they were upresing. Yeah, all they the they cleaned them up. It. They look a lot nicer, um, a lot cleaner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, like the sp the spider is so weird. Like the the thing it like kind of made my skin crawl actually. Like whenever uh <laughs> whenever you um like you control it with a remote control and it's mm -hmm. and and it's like a thing that you can put weapons on so it can go kill biters and it can like build stuff and it can carry stuff around and whatever. But it can carry you. It can you. carry you. But like the a problem in the game that we just mentioned is is water, and water is like mm -hmm. really hard to deal with. And it can the spider tank can like crawl over certain gaps of water. Did did you happen yeah, to go? Did you test how far it can reach? Because it is hilarious how far it can reach. I, I did not personally, but like I saw it on the uh, the subreddit. Of people, someone just doing a test of yeah, exactly how far that's what I was, can go over fourteen. Yeah, blocks. that's what I was doing, and it like it like leans over the water, and then it like slowly reaches yeah. like a leg, and then another leg, and it like oh, it's so it's so weird looking. It's so yeah. good. It's it's a great animation. Yeah, it's it. super cool. It's a good yeah. it's a good add to the game for yeah. sure. But and I think you can even make like one spot bridges for it. Where like it only needs one oh, tile nice. to stand on, so you can just like put one tile every ten blocks or nice. something, and then it can cross big lakes and stuff. Yeah, which is that awesome. is awesome. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's out now. This is like the the full release. I yeah, mean, I, like they they've been tweaking it for years. So I mean, it's at a really good place, I'd imagine. I mean, I've only been playing it for a month or two, but yeah, I mean, it's been at a good place for the past two years and they just keep adding yeah. more i'm sure you know like all games at this point 1.0 doesn't mean that no. much and they're just going to continue to add things yeah. and continue bug fixes uh, i think i just saw earlier they have something like eighteen thousand bugs they fixed <laughs> over in the development so i don't see them slowing down on that anytime soon yeah uh and like because it was in early access the whole time like it's it's actually like a nice payoff I, I feel like I, yeah. I mean I wasn't following it at all but like the fact that it was in early access for so long and like you hear horror stories about how games mm -hmm. just get abandoned and whatever like they were they went hard on this for so yeah, many I, years I definitely think this is a early access success yeah. story because I mean uh, if you go look on Steam and just look at the top rated games of all times this you know butts heads with second and third place constantly. Yeah, that's right, yeah. It's like, that's why I think this Terraria, Portal 2, and Witcher 3 kind of shuffle in the top four. On Steam. So, on Steam, yeah. yes. Um, yeah. If you're still not convinced, there is also a free demo uh, that you can just go download and play and get a feel for what the basics are. Yeah. Uh, definitely worth checking that out if this has piqued your curiosity at all. Yeah, they, um, uh, the... There, there's a tutorial that gets you like up mm -hmm. and running a little bit. That um, I this this was kind of interesting to see where like when I was playing it, they had they were messing around with like a campaign mode that apparently they just turned into a tutorial now because it was like it was kind of weird. Um, yeah, it was a bit slow yeah. for a campaign. Um, again, I could see it if you're going in completely blind and don't know what's going on and don't have yeah. someone else. You know, I think it's paced reasonably. But kind of having any other knowledge for it, just it, it was very yeah. slow. Um, I haven't played the new tutorial stuff yet, so I don't know if that's better, but it's at least 
obviously a tutorial rather than a campaign. Yeah, I, I actually thought it was like a bad place to start because it doesn't it starts it starts out so slow that it almost seems extra tedious that like it doesn't really give you a good um doesn't really give you a good idea of like where the game's gonna go and why it's intriguing and interesting and want it and yeah. want to get there. It almost sets it up more like it's a idle game yeah, where sort like, of. you get a little yeah. bit going and then you just wait for things. Yeah. yeah. Which it's it's not that at all. I mean it, if you don't optimize, it can be, and this is one of the things I've been driving. Yeah, we we disagree on this. Anytime something's anytime something's slow, you don't just sit there and wait for it. You look at it, you figure out how to make it better, you rebuild it. Yeah, and there there's you go. The, so like it's nice that you can just rebuild anything at any time. Personally, I'm I am super bad at doing that, and like I I really hesitated to do it a lot. So. You know that's a play style thing and and a and a hurdle like a mental hurdle that you sort of have to get over. Mm-hmm. But I still had a really hard time getting over. Um, so like I I recently was messing around with mods a little bit and there's one that lets you speed up time because city builders city builders usually have that right True. and but this is not a city it's builder. not but it sort of is and so like. There, there are certain points. Like I agree with Mike on, um, don't use the speed to like brute force through the game. But I do think it has value whenever like you're starting out actually, or like, um, or you you're waiting. You really are literally waiting for one thing to complete so you can keep going. And it's not really an efficiency problem or an optimization problem. It just it really does sometimes come down to a matter of time. In a few instances, so like the, sure. the speed up thing, the speed up thing is really nice for that, and I and I really did use it pretty sparingly. Like I thought, I thought it was maybe going to break the game for me and like ruin it. Which, which, um, like a classic example of that is in Minecraft, and you open up the command console, and then suddenly, and then oh, there's yeah. suddenly no reason to play the game. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. So I was afraid that that was going to happen with Factorio, but it didn't at all. Actually, I, I would only really use that speed up thing. Um, like, okay, I just need to get this research done so I can start working towards I, like because I didn't remember the recipe for something, and you you can't see it until mm-hmm. you have it researched usually. Sure. So like, I was like, I just want to get this research done because I want to start preparing for the next thing, and so I just sped it up to get that done, and that was it, and. Then, then I didn't turn it on again. And then the next, the next use for it, running across the map. Running across the map with the speed option is a game changer. Because that was one of my complaints with the game in the first place. Yeah, that, that can definitely be one of the issues. The map's so big, everything's so spread out. You do definitely spend minutes just running from point A to point B. And, ev- and even once you get the car, it's fast, but you still do that a lot. And you still run into and, and it's and it's and weird. It's yeah, it's a pain. little weird to control. And yeah, so like, so like having that speed option, basically just to move faster. Because I am impatient. I get really impatient with some things. Like that was one thing where I I really didn't like about the game, especially especially with yeah. like biters and stuff, where um because because my automated defenses weren't working every time like I wanted them to. I would spend so much time driving back and forth to my little outposts, fixing them up, mm-hmm. making sure it was defended again, et cetera, et cetera. And I did that so much that like it, it was starting to hurt my enjoyment a little bit. 
So yeah. no, I mean I understand that, but my argument has always been then just go get a mod that speeds up your character. Well, speed I don't think, but see, I don't time. think speeding up time, like it, you're you're literally just benefiting a little bit from the factory running a little faster. I mean, it's not like it doesn't ruin the game. I don't think like it does. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't well, break it in the sense of of like Minecraft command console. It doesn't. It doesn't do anything <laughs> like that because because at the end of the day, you still have to have your automated stuff working. That that's the whole point. That's the whole that's point true. of the game. That's the whole reason you're playing it is to make things run smoothly. So like just just speeding up time and brute forcing things, you're still going to have a problem. It's still going to it's still going to show your inefficiencies. It's still your things are going to run out if it actually isn't operating correctly. So like it doesn't in my opinion, it doesn't hurt the game at all actually. Um yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, it's you don't certain. have to play that way. I just I think I think it's a great mod. I, I I very much appreciate it. There's a lot of great mods out yeah. there. Um Rock Paper Shotgun just did a compilation of like top ten mods. This was one of them. That's how we actually yeah. found it. So uh Yeah, and you can you can actually yeah, go, ch- go check those out if they pique your interest. They can uh you can just browse all the mods in the game too. Um Oh really? I haven't actually looked at the mods. Yeah, yeah, you don't you don't really have to uh has its own sort of like Steam Workshop yeah. just mm-hmm. within the game. Yep. Yeah, That's like nice. you can look at like the most recent ones or top ones and stuff like that, which is which is cool. Yeah. Um but yeah, I don't know if I have anything else. Uh uh yeah, no, just uh devs are great. Love Wub software because <laughs> they've been doing this f- forever and uh, I wonder what they're going to do next. So kudos to them. Uh, I'm I'm curious to see how much more they have. Is there going to be a Factorio two? <laughs> uh, no. At this point, I think they'll just keep yeah. That that would be but... probably pretty silly to do that. Yeah, but I'm I'm curious to see if they have plans up to you know a one point four five six seven eight nine and just keep going more and more and yeah. more and more. But I guess only time yeah. will tell. Yeah, it's a great game. It's definitely one of my favorites of the year. I can I can put it on my game of the year list because it released this year. Uh, that's that's how the rules work. But yeah, 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 I've I've played it a lot and I'm gonna keep playing it probably. Um, it's it's a good thing to just put yeah, on we, and chip away at. It's kind of like a it's kind of like a good relaxing game. Weirdly enough. Yeah, it's a, it's a great like a podcast yeah. game or if you have like a YouTube series you're watching just put that up yep. on your other screen if you have one it's a great yeah. game for that because you can you know just sit there and let it idle for a bit while you get distracted by something else or you can pay non-stop attention to it and just yeah. keep building yeah. it'll it really lets you play mm-hmm. how you want yeah highly recommend it I think I'm gonna give it a golf clap oh yeah definitely it gets um, the golf clap yeah uh I don't really know what else to say about it other than that. Other than that, it's great, and everyone should everyone. go get it. Oh, uh, for those who might care, it will literally never go yeah, on that's sale. that's right. So <laughs> if you're interested in it, just buy it at the $30. I had, the devs have said it will not go on sale. Yeah, so I, uh, I do have a very big problem with that mentality, but um, yeah, it is only $30. It's reduced. Te- technically anyway from typical price and it and it has a ton of content right. and and they've supported it well so they deserve it oh yeah it's I absolutely just, I, worth it just i'm letting you know now if you're one of it'll it'll never go on sale, sale yeah 
it just won't go on yeah. sale. Which yeah. you know, I don't agree with that. I think that's a <laughs> I think that's a shitty stance. But I think it's weird, but I think it's more than worth it. So sure, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I bought two copies of it at least. That's so true. Far, so. Although I think I did get it early enough where I got discount on the first really? one. Really? Yeah, because like it was twenty dollars when it was oh, early yeah. access, and that it, like there was always the plan to bring some, it to thirty. Some, yeah, some release. games changed their price over but, the course of the game. Yeah, yeah. But they had done that a while yeah. ago. But it's fine. Anyway. It's fine. Yeah. But yeah, Factorio is uh, is real good. You should play it. And uh, go play it, Mike. Thanks for chatting with me about it. Yeah, I'm always here to chat about video games. (laughs) Okay, uh, until next time. Peace. Later.